0: This is the Real Digital Transformation Podcast Series, empowering technology and business professionals to succeed with digital transformation. Now, here's your host, best-selling author, Thomas Earle. Hi, this is Thomas Earl, and welcome to another episode of the Real Digital Transformation Podcast Series. Today, let's talk about blockchain as it can be utilized within a private digital business blockchain has become an important part of the it landscape thanks to its popularization by bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies it has become recognized as a powerful means of utilizing cryptography to establish immutable storage in a blockchain implementation the immutable storage is provided in a distributed ledger which is somewhat of a misnomer now that blockchain applications are no longer used only for financial data. In 2019, I authored a mini case study in collaboration with Credly, a leading digital credential provider that many courseware providers use to issue certification badges to their students. In the case study titled Credly Advances Immutable Accreditation with Blockchain We documented how Credly added a blockchain application to their enterprise to record official accreditation data in an immutable format. At the time, Jaron Schmidt, Chief Experience Officer at Credly, stated, what we're doing with blockchain right now is really just adding another layer of verification or trust under the digital credentials. Many organizations have recognized the data integrity benefits that a blockchain application can provide for any type of sensitive or critical business data. Knowing that you can store records in a repository designed to be immutable is important. This is because such a repository can offer a genuine and reliable source of truth more so than most other databases you may have worked with in a typical IT enterprise. This is crucial, not just for auditing, but also for legal and regulatory purposes, and especially to retain and improve customer confidence in an era where cybersecurity threats are becoming more sophisticated. Blockchain natively supports decentralized access, whereby public users are able to share partial or entire copies of the distributed ledger repository. If you are bringing a distributed ledger into your IT enterprise for the purpose of introducing internal immutable storage for business data, then you are most likely going to be creating a private blockchain implementation. If your IT enterprise is comprised of distributed applications, relational databases, and or monolithic legacy systems, you will notice that a blockchain application will introduce a distinct technology architecture and its distributed ledger will introduce a fixed and static data structure that is not very query friendly. So how does it fit into an IT enterprise? There are third-party tools that can help bridge the gaps, but Out of the box, it is an environment not really designed with broad integration in mind. In controlled IT enterprise environments, the most common consideration is the positioning of the distributed ledger in relation to other repositories. We need to determine what data needs to be recorded in the immutable blockchain storage, where that data comes from, and where else that data will also reside. That last consideration is key because there are often compelling reasons to simply store business data in a distributed ledger redundantly. There are many aspects to building and integrating a private blockchain application that go beyond just its ability to provide immutable storage. There are considerations regarding privacy, ownership, and data governance that need to be addressed along with determining the most suitable consensus algorithm for a given implementation. None of these important topics are addressed. I won't be talking about any of these particular topics. Our goal with this podcast is to simply point out some basic models that illustrate how we can bring data blocks into an IT enterprise without compromising its existing relational data architecture. A while back, I collaborated with subject matter experts, including Amin Nasserpour, on the development of the blockchain architect certification courses. As part of what we put together for the fundamental blockchain course module was a set of distributed ledger coexistence models that highlights common ways to use a distributed ledger with a relational database to selectively store and access certain types of data. Let's have a look at those models. Partial business data capture. With this model, a portion of the business data heading toward the relational database is also redundantly stored in the distributed ledger. This model is useful for when only a subset of the data is considered sensitive or critical. Full business data capture. Now with this model, a majority of the business data being placed in a relational database is also redundantly stored in a distributed ledger. If the processing overhead is warranted, most or all of the data in the database can be put into the distributed ledger, although the storage format will likely differ. Log data access capture. With this model, The historical data access log records for a relational database are stored in the distributed ledger. In this case, the data in the immutable storage is intended for security auditing purposes. Partial business data store. So some business data is stored in a relational database and some is stored in the distributed ledger. With this model, we do not store data redundantly but we force certain types of data to only exist in immutable storage. Finally, ledger export. With this model, records in a distributed ledger are exported to redundantly reside in a relational database for ease of access. This approach is primarily used to make data residing in a blockchain environment more accessible for reporting purposes. Now, what these models tell us Is that despite compatibility concerns, it really is not that hard to make blockchain a part of an IT ecosystem, especially when we accept that often the data stored in the distributed ledger will be redundant with data elsewhere. It's like capturing business data when it's pure and true and locking that truth into a vault. If we ever need to validate the truthfulness of data outside the vault, we look into the vault to do so. I recently reconnected with Jaron from Credly and I asked how he would describe blockchain has been living within the Credly IT enterprise. Jaron explained We've positioned blockchain peripherally to our IT enterprise. When our customers need to have their credentials verified against their records in blockchain's immutable distributed ledger, We carry that verification process out on their behalf using a third-party query tool. Other than that, it exists as a relatively isolated part of our environment because there really is no need for us to integrate it further. And that sums it up quite well. It's not a matter of forcing a square block into a round hole. It can simply be a matter of placing that block alongside whatever we have And letting it do its job. This is Thomas Earle. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for listening. Follow Thomas on LinkedIn.